0: 12-Sided Stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Unquiet Blood, 12-Sided Stories 5E Vampire the Masquerade Show. This tale is rules-light, story-heavy, and covered in blood. And now, our GM, Mac Beauvais.
1: Hello and welcome to Episode 6 of Season 2 of Unquiet Blood, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I've got some players with me, including Michelle. Michelle
0: hey that is me um hi i'm michelle otis and i am playing maria Zog, a toreador and an artiste hello uh, i am playing
2: dia who is a tremere and definitely not an artiste in the traditional sense
3: hi y'all jay holtham here playing luke rage an anarchist punk rock god and also a bruja
4: hi i'm puja i am playing isha A gangrel who is into alternative filmmaking.
5: (laughs) Hi, I am Wes Otis. I am playing John LaRoche and yeah, I just just really want my cocaine. (laughs) All these rules to the armadillo.
1: Oh, yes, the armadillo. So last episode, we had our encounter with the werewolves, who turned out to be in Hollywood looking for stunt positions in the booming disaster film industry. And they have agreed tacitly to help a little bit with what you all are trying to do, but you need to get more reconnaissance for them in order for them to actually do the thing in the meantime coyote has agreed to do some reconnaissance and is doing so for a price and the price is a lot of money and also a favor tbd so we pick up with all of you headed to the armadillo to get information from coyote
5: so coyote's there
1: yeah coyote's waiting outside and sees you guys coming and just nods.
3: Mm-hmm. Outside, can't we go go in and get a drink? I I, I could really use a drink.
1: <laughs> I think drinks are in order. Let's do it. Okay, good. Whew. It's like, man, Luke, you look like shit. What'd you do?
3: Uh, uh.
4: why do you smell like a mirror?
3: <laughs> oh god. Listen, I there was a kid. He turned out to be a true believer. Ouch. Things happened, I know. So just, let's just keep your voices down. I've got a bit of a headache and I just need to drink some alcohol for a little while. Okay, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm fine.
2: If you want to try a little bit of ganja to maybe, you know, smooth it out.
3: Maybe later, I'm just gonna work with the whiskey for now.
2: All right, I gotcha, I'm just saying.
3: So, Coyote, how was your day, I mean? Uh,
1: Eventful enough. Got some jobs done, including yours. Good to know. And did you find the other thing I asked for? I did. I've got limited information about it, but I did. There was definitely somebody else working with your dear, dear Nosferatu. And uh, how do I put this? They smell like a vampire, but they also smell something like us, which leads me to believe that you're dealing with, I think you would call them gangrels?
3: Interesting. Very interesting. The plot trickens. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you start at the top, coyote?
1: Yeah. So I managed to follow Gladys's scent, and it led me to so many delightful scents of the sewers. So thank you for that. I had a very good time. Let me tell you, having my sense of smell in the sewers is just not, it's just no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's just bigger than Asperatu all the time.
3: Yeah, listen. We'll
1: and I think there's more of them than you think.
3: Oh, okay.
1: It's sort of a mishmash down there. It's really hard to suss out exactly how many, but there were a lot of trails down there. All trails, no people. Well, they had gone to their respective hidey holes to sleep, I imagine. Got But it. they're doing something in the sewers. And interestingly, it seemed like the Nexus was underneath a building. And said building is also where I trailed the gangrel scent. And he rattles off an address that you would recognize as being where the Prince of Hollywood is currently staying.
3: That's very, very interesting. And so that's where you tracked Gladys to.
4: As far as I could tell. How much did the gangrel smell like a cat? Like a cat? Mm-hmm.
1: It's real hard to differentiate. Just smelled wilder. Weirdly, I I hesitate to say spicier than some vampires tend to smell. It's
4: okay, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it. It's just there's a certain, mm, something about gangrels that just sets you slightly apart on the scent scale. Huh. I'd say a kinship, but we all know that that's a lie.
5: Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have all this information. Uh, we need to figure out what we're going to do with all of it now.
4: That's a doozy. You've earned your payment,
5: all of it. Mm-hmm. I always do. Can we make an assumption that this gangrel is part of the court? It's probably Reyna. Yeah, Good She's point.
4: always had ambition. True. But would she be that reckless? Bring Setting up Nosferatu Patsies isn't exactly reckless. Hmm. Fair.
3: I mean, that's an option, but also it's possible and sort of concerning for us for the longer term that the prince got wind of Gladys' plan and has taken her.
4: Yeah. Did the central end at the building or did she go off to other parts? It doubled back. Okay, so she's back at her home now, or she went back.
3: She went back to her home. Okay, so that's, yeah, so she's in league with, yeah, probably Reyna.
4: Are we being triple played here?
3: We might be. (sighs) Sure feels like it.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's nice to be the belle of the ball, but this is
5: stressful. Well, if the idea is to dismantle the Camarilla in Hollywood... We have to do it in such a way that will lead people away from us, as it were, you know? And that's going to be hard to do.
3: Coyote, do you have a current location on Gladys? Well, she
1: could have woken up since, but it did seem like she went back to rest at her place. Got it. But I doubt she's still there. She seems like she's got a few too many plans to just hang around her
4: hovel. And really, even if she didn't, who would want to stay in that shithole? Right.
1: <laughs> well, I can think of one guy. Yeah, there was quite a smell. Have I mentioned the smell?
3: Mm, yes, you have. Well, here is a plan or a thought. Not a plan. <laughs> I don't do plans. Um, I'm just trying to think of how to get these two fighting against each other in a way that allows us to take advantage. I'm just, what if we try to kill Gladys? I mean,
4: that's... Maybe we could just succeed in killing Gladys. Gladys isn't exactly a hard target. No, but
0: she's well-respected by the Nosferatu.
4: And as your coyote
0: friend said, there are many of them.
4: Yes, but from what it looked like when we caught that other one, the bald one who you sent for clothes, that...
5: It's a good suit.
4: If you take out their primogen, we're likely to just cause a bunch of infighting and for them to retreat. However... That does not give us an advantage with the prince.
3: Right. That's why I'm saying we don't take out Gladys. I say we go, attack Gladys, tell her the prince is on to her and sent us to kill her. But whoopsie-doo, we screwed it up and she gets away. I see merit in
4: that. Or we tell her that Raina sent us to kill her.
3: Also good.
4: And
2: how likely is it that Raina and Gladys might be working together in some way.
3: Pretty likely, it feels like. Well, it
0: seems like Reyna is using Gladys and letting Gladys think she is going to be Prince when we know Reyna is the one with the ambition there. So she's going to kill Gladys either way.
2: All righty. I'm down for some mayhem.
5: I think there's no clear path. We're just going to have to... And this seems like a, a strong... A strong way to go. It's going to be chaos no matter what we do at this point. So I think that the idea of of finding Gladys and, uh, you know, almost killing her and then um, blaming it on Raina is definitely a a way to light the dynamite, as it were.
4: True. Although it hurts my pride for her to think that we would be unsuccessful in killing her.
5: you You. You're gonna to have to stow that for a little bit. Uh, the, the, have pride in when we finish the, all of the machinations, as it were.
3: Yeah, it's a ruse.
0: It's just a ruse. Remember, you have to think of the war, not just the
4: battle. She's going to die in a horrible way later.
3: That's right.
5: Exactly. That's fine. It's like leaving dessert for the end, or cocaine, whichever one. <laughs> John. Jesus.
2: Yes, why don't we find that lovely Josiah? And uh, perhaps he can help us a little
5: more than he realizes. Perfect. Thank you, Coyote, for all your help.
3: Yes. Yeah.
4: As always, happy to be of service. Agreed. And we'll be in touch when we have the information about the other things.
3: Exactly. Let Morgan know we're still thinking on her, and we will be in touch. Things are in motion.
4: In the meantime, this rounds on
5: me. So... To... Gladys, we go? Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay.
5: Yes. I'm sure this plan is going to go really well.
1: (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) So you're all going to pile in and go back to Gladys's?
4: I think we're going to try to find Josiah rather than go straight to Gladys. I was was perhaps
2: suggesting,
4: though. And how are you going to go about looking for Josiah? See if you
1: got that suit?
3: That seems like a good place to start. Yeah, let's start with the suit. And we're definitely going to call the same cab driver because, you know, it's the 70s in LA and that's how you get a cab.
4: (laughs) I mean, once you find one who's reliable, you stick the fuck with them. Our taxi driver slash drug dealer? Yep. (laughs) Right. All
1: right. You call up Chet and Chet is more than happy to come to the armadillo and actually gets out of his cab when he arrives, and says, hey, you guys again. Yeah, Can you wait a second? I got some, some quick business here. I got to replenish my stash.
3: Oh, yeah. Don't uh-huh. worry.
1: And goes to see the manager of the armadillo. <laughs> Mr. Armadillo. <laughs> Mr. Armadillo. <laughs> Mr. Armadillo. <laughs> and uh, comes back out and he's not discreet about the load of drugs and stuff that he's bringing <laughs> back and just, like, stashing in his dashboard and, like, under the seats of the taxi cab yeah. doing his thing. It's
3: a taxi cab in 70s LA. I assume it's a rolling pharmacy. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm ready to go when you
5: guys are. Uh, where, where are you headed?
3: Antonio Suits on Hollywood Boulevard.
5: Are we going there or are we just going to... I thought we'd just call him.
1: Yeah, I mean, either way, or
5: you go there in person real quick. Oh, we can go person then. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Let's let's say Antonio's is on the way to Gladys's. Excellent.
5: I'll make it easy
1: on you. Okay.
5: <laughs> Everywhere in LA is 20 minutes away. All right. right. Back then it was.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's still, it's the very beginning of the night. And so when you get there, Antonio is still open, but not for much longer.
5: All right. So I'll, I'll, are we all going in or... You can just go in. We'll hang out with we'll hang out with Chet. <laughs> All right. So uh, I go in. Antonio, how are you? Oh, John, it's so nice to see you. And it's just like
1: that, Mwah, like very <laughs> excited and just uh, time time for another suit, my friend.
5: Not quite. I actually sent somebody by to try to help them out a little bit uh, for a a suit. I was hoping maybe they had come by and uh, gotten a fitting, by chance?
1: Quite a fitting it was, if I'm being very honest with
5: you. I'm sure. I'm sorry. I'm, I guess I'm doing this, my charity work for the year.
1: <laughs> I should say so. I'm not sure a suit's going to really improve much, but I do what I can.
5: Just offhand, did he give you an address, or a phone number to to call when the suit's done?
1: Oh, yes. I require that of all of my customers.
5: Excellent. And I take out my money clip. Is the suit done yet? Mm, it's
1: just about. I, I still have to hem the bottom of the pants.
5: No problem. Could I get the... Here's the money for the suit and, of course, a little extra for the address. Uh, you want me to use manipulation and something? Persuade?
1: Yeah. Why don't, why don't you use manipulation and persuasion? Because you've very much caught Antonio off guard.
5: Sure. This is my wheelhouse. I can't fight. I can talk. Okay. I got five successes.
1: Holy <laughs> <Jeez>. And Antonio...
5: <laughs> Jinkies.
1: Antonio pauses for a second, and then he just shakes his head. For you, my friend, anything.
5: <laughs> of course. I, I appreciate it. I give him money for the information i said uh i appreciate you making a suit for him i know that it's not going to help but it maybe may may, i don't know
1: well a business referral is a business referral and it's appreciated john
5: i appreciate your professionalism and i will talk to you soon say hello to the wife and then i head out
1: yes uh do, do you come back we've gotten in some new fabric since you were in last
5: You know I will be. I can't wear the same suits for very long. That would be too gauche.
1: A man after my own heart.
5: (laughs) So uh, I get back into Chet's drug mobile. (laughs) 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 He prefers to
0: call it the smoking wonder mobile.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He's got the Easy Rider (laughs) stickers on the back of it. (laughs) All right. So and I give him the address to where we are going. Enjoying the show? Then take a moment to join
0: our Patreon. Support the podcast and get early access to episodes and bonus content. Head to 12 Sided Stories Patreon today.
1: And he takes you to Josiah's. And Josiah lives in a kind of ramshackle apartment complex. The kind that used to have a buzzer for the gate, but somebody is always just you know, putting a rock there so that you can get in. It's one of those places that is run down, but surprisingly tidy. Like, you know, the person that owns the apartment building actually does care. And he is in apartment 2A.
5: So do we all want to go and talk to him? Or do we just want, like, you know, two people to go up or something? I don't know. Who else?
3: Yeah, should it be the best talkers? Up Should be there. our best talkers. And John, you have a, a a rapport with him. True.
4: Luke and I can come in, if more direct approach. But he already likes the two of you because of, you know, envy.
5: <laughs> well, we let him live. Well, and suits. A suit goes a long way. A suit does. What exactly are we trying to get from this poor sad sack? Gladys's Location?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, more about if anything more about Gladys' plan. And I think you also want to plant the idea that we are crying coming to kill Gladys. Maybe
5: we can follow him when he freaks out and goes to Exactly her. on good s- idea. on
3: someone else's orders. It's very important that the idea is that we, we, we don't want to kill Gladys. Yeah. Right. But someone has someone high up has decided Gladys is a threat and needs to be stopped.
5: Sounds good. Are you ready, Maria? Yes. Don't right. let him invisibility cloak you or himself away from you. All right. We'll keep that in mind. Stay out back where, if he comes out the, the back way, uh, maybe, you know, Isha can be out there to say hello. You can smell him. My pleasure. All right. I love how we're so terrible at the notes for Atu. <laughs> so head on up to his apartment.
4: Okay.
1: And there's some, like, soft jazz music floating out oh. from his place
5: oh god okay yeah do you knock at the door yes
1: you can hear somebody shuffling around very quickly inside and then it's, who who
5: is it who is it it's jean we met a few days ago i got you a suit uh, my friend maria and i wanted to have a chat
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. suit guy suit guy uh just 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 a second and you hear more shuffling, but it doesn't sound like somebody running it, but it sounds a little frantic.
0: Mm -hmm. Like he's cleaning up the place.
1: Hmm. I have company, I must clean the house. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when he comes to the door and opens it, it's clear that he's been trying to clean up this place, but it's been done very poorly. Like there's stuff like all stacked underneath the couch. And it's a mishmash of different candles that he's got lit up in there and is wearing an outfit that clearly he's trying his best in the interim of getting the suit to wear something a little nicer. But it looks like it's three sizes too big on him and was probably from a victim because if you look really closely, there's a little bit of like blood spatter on it. (laughs)
5: <laughs> oh, you look very nice. Well, it's nice oh, they, to see they, you. Thank you,
1: thank you. You help um, re- really help my confidence.
5: Oh well, that's great. Uh, we have a bit of a a problem, and we need to speak with you.
1: Uh, 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 I guess um, come come in. Thank, thank you. you. And and does the the awkward sort of like host almost half bow thing because he doesn't know how to entertain guests. <laughs>
5: And being aristocracy, I don't even. That's what he should do, and just walk right <laughs>
0: past him. <laughs> I oh. try to be, you know, gracious. But when he's not looking, I put a handkerchief down before I sit.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I um, offer offer you a um, a drink? And you can hear something skittering around underneath, uh, like a blanket. That's been laid over sort of the square piece of furniture, and you can hear some like skittering sounds coming from it. No, we we oh, ate no before we you. came yes.
0: over. We ate before we came, but <laughs> very kind of you to offer.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I just uh, I don't I don't get guests, and I am you know. Will you do? I deserve I deserve better. And yes, you I'm, do.
5: Yes, yeah, yes.
1: yeah. So of I'm course. I'm yeah taking care of myself.
5: It's a very gracious host that offers mm-hmm. food and drink, so you've done well.
1: So, um, uh, what what can I do for you?
5: Maria, do you want to explain the situation? Well, uh, we need to find Gladys. I'll
0: be blunt. We need to find her immediately.
1: I, um, I <clears throat> would love to help, but um, I can't.
0: I don't think you'll you fully comprehend the situation. Gladys is in trouble. Ch- ch-
1: well, well, what kind of trouble?
5: Well, we have found out that, that um, I- I'll be honest with you, She's, uh, there are higher-ups who want her gone because they're afraid of her taking over their position, as it were.
1: Well, but they, they, they should be because she's, she's well on her way. But, but at the same time, she's also, she's also been helping them. They, they should be tr- trusting with. She
0: has angered and made enemies of some very powerful people.
5: Remember, they're keeping their enemies close. They, they want her to believe, but she's become too powerful and she has to go. So we need to speak with her.
1: I want you to roll Manipulation and Persuasion. Both of us. Yeah, both of you can roll.
5: Okay. Yeah, my wheelhouse, too. <laughs> Three successes. Jesus. Yeah.
0: Four successes. I get a lot of dice for that. <laughs> Jeez. Holy crap. Yeah, I get seven dice for that.
1: <laughs> he blows up because he's overwhelmed with Persuasion. Uh, I... I don't want anything to happen to Gladys. Gla- Gladys has been so so good for us. Of course you don't.
5: Well, there's... Obviously, we want to help as well. Let us know where she's at, and then we can have a conversation with her, as opposed to her getting attacked when she's least expecting it.
1: Ooh, ooh. She wouldn't like me telling where she is. She'll be real mad. She'll be real mad at me,
0: and... um. I've seen what happens, when she gets real mad. But you have to understand, if we don't find Gladys, the people who are looking for her will, and they will go through as many Nosferatu as necessary to do so. Oh, I,
1: what, what, what if I took her, um, like, a message?
5: If you would like to do that, um, that would be fine. We could maybe write out something, for you to hand off to her?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Ho- uh, hold on. And scurries over and opens up a drawer, and it's just filled with notepads and pens from hotels. So you get the feeling that he does a lot of his hunting in <laughs> hotel rooms, <laughs> and comes back with a pad of paper and a pen.
5: Oh. The Motel 6, I've, I've seen that place. Um, let me fill this out and just write, you know, bullshit <laughs> that. Uh, Reina's planning on taking her out, and uh, it could be any time, but it's going to happen very soon, that kind of thing.
1: Okay. He takes a note and sort of straightens himself up as much as he can and puts the note in his inner
5: coat pocket. We will speak with you soon. Take that to her now, as quick as possible.
1: Yeah, I, I will. I absolutely will. I um, I, don't, I don't know why you're, why you're helping, though. But thank, uh, thank you.
5: Look, just keep up the the, keep up the good attitude and and dressing, and you you're gonna do fine. Okay, you're doing well. He
0: kind of gives you this sort of rumpled grin.
5: See, look, already better.
0: And I give him I, I also give him a card to my dry cleaner. <laughs> and I say I say, Oh yeah, he does wonders with blood.
1: Oh, oh, thank you. I is it noticeable? Just a
0: little. Uh, only to us, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. I, I tried to 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 do the stuff, but you know, the Dawn soap only goes so far.
5: And uh, Maria inwardly cringes.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> what is dawn? Not just kidding. <laughs> yeah,
4: who is dawn?
5: <laughs> All right, we will we will talk to you soon. Uh, go quickly. We'll, we'll uh, Good luck, and we leave. And hopefully, if we can get around to where everyone else is, just like okay, Isha, follow. <laughs> yeah, do your thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he cloaks himself so if you're standing where you could see like the doorway the door to his apartment opens and closes but you don't actually see anybody but you can like you hear the the front gate of the building out as he leaves and starts making his way to go warn gladys can i
4: track him
1: yes do you have any powers for that specifically or are we working off of the sheets
4: Uh, I mean, if I can, I've got Eyes of the Beast and Feral Weapons, that would be so not particularly helpful here with that. What does Eyes of the Beast do again? Eyes of the Beast, I can see in total darkness. Okay. There we go. Can your falcon help? That's what I was about to ask. Can Charlie sense where he is?
1: Hmm, that is a very good question. Give me one second. I'm thinking... I'm beautiful-minding right now.
5: (laughs) Lots of math flying in front of my face.
1: (laughs) I think that in tandem with Maria's Sense the Unseen, you could track him. Um, I would say Eyes of the Beast would be helpful so you can see little changes in the environment to help see where he might be going. You know, just, you know, a blade of grass crushed here or um, a movement here that, you know would indicate the passage of somebody. And then Maria's got a bead on him as well. But the bigger problem right now is being stealthy about it. So that's what I'm going to have you guys roll is your dex and stealth.
3: Everybody. Everybody. Think... And don't oh, forget, yeah.
1: Jay, your stuff is at a harder level than
3: everyone's. That's right. Ho. And it's, I'm not very dexy or stealthy to begin with.
4: I got two successes and every other die was a four. That's so weird. <laughs> I got three successes. Nice. Stealthy AF.
5: So I'm rolling decks and stealth, right? Yes, please. Uh, two successes. Two successes.
0: Nice. I got three successes. I've learned how to be stealthy in a stiletto, darling.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I had this Louis Vuitton specially made. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys are all super fucking
1: stealthy. And working together, you're able to trail along through this sort of neighborhood of apartment buildings and small, little, like, strip mall-type locations. And you hear a familiar sound of a manhole cover sliding back into place.
3: Mm. Oh. oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Coyote <laughs> warned us.
4: Well, I'm glad I wore black. We've got to stop dealing with these people.
2: Yep. <laughs> yes. I or invest to... in some freaking wading boots.
5: Ugh. Gross. All right. Let's do it then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you all descend into the sewer and it is just lovely.
5: A cornucopia of good. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Eyes of the Beast is going to continue to help as you navigate the very dark underground sewer tunnels. And let's see, does everybody want to roll a Wits and Awareness for me?
3: I mean, do I want to?
1: (laughs) Nice. I got four successes. Jeez. I don't know why.
4: I'm really prepared. I got three successes. I got another two successes, and I need my dice to stop rolling fours, because (laughs) it's creeping me out at this point.
3: (laughs) I got three successes. Whoa! I got got one.
1: All right, well, everybody has many successes, and then John has one, so he has a success, but... It's not quite as clear to him, but if- I'm
5: in a sewer. What do you think? <laughs> I'm a little distracted. A little distracted.
1: <laughs> um, if you listen very, very carefully, you guys can start to hear sort of the splish splash of feet off in the distance that you can follow. Human feet? Or
4: humanoid feet? Yes. hmm I think he's going to need that dry cleaner for more than just blood.
3: <laughs> yeah, Mike dry cleaner has its work cut out for him.
0: <laughs> oh, <sighs> yes.
4: Hopefully they have a flamethrower.
3: Oof.
5: <laughs> all right, follow along. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> you all go wandering through the tunnels and it's... It gets to a point where you're not really sure where you are underneath the city because of taking so many turns and just the, um, the way everything winds around. But you get to an open space that looks more like a abandoned project it looks like they were starting to build something out infrastructure wise and gave up on it um like a underground subway system or some such and you see josiah off in the distance do a squirrely look in both directions and disappears past a, a big metal door is it a loud door? Clang? Yeah, a loud clang that echoes in the space.
5: All right, so we're not slipping through there. We could open it a little bit and not close it.
1: It has a very small window on it, that kind that's of, got like the chicken wire type mm-hmm. glass yeah. in it. And there's a slight glow coming
5: through the window. Anyone want to take a chance and look through the window real quick? See what we're walking
3: into?
4: Oh, hell yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All you kid.
1: Do another Dex and Stealth roll for me, please. So that
4: is two successes. No, okay. wait, three successes. My, bad.
1: Nice. So you creep over and just boop, peek into the window a little bit. And there is a room beyond that is a concrete lined room, but it's been turned into a meeting space with an actual big somebody has lugged a big um desk in there like a corporate type of desk and everything is lit by candles and there's mismatched you know pen and paper sort of like what josiah had at his apartment and it looks like somebody made this weird little boardroom. and sitting around the table our grouping of nosferatu And at its head is Gladys, dressed in what can only be described as the worst power suit ever. (laughs) (laughs) And you see Josiah scuttle in there and go over to her and, you know, fumble the note and back away, bowing to her as he does so and takes a seat at the table. And all of the Nosferatu look like they're trying to dress the part So it's just this horrible mash of Noseratu wearing all kinds of suits and very awkwardly yuppie-ish. Some of the female ones are like wearing the, you know, like gaudy 70s makeup and it's just a boardroom from hell. (laughs)
4: I mean this whole thing just makes me want to slaughter them all (laughs) but I'm going to tell the others I'm like she's in there with her council of pathetic beasts and can I hear any of what they're saying in there like what's her reaction to the note so when she gets the note
1: she looks furious like if a Nosferatu could turn red from anger she would it's almost the opposite. It almost looks like instead of flaring up, she takes on an even more deathly pallor and her eyes just narrow to slits and she sort of hisses at the group. We've been betrayed. And they they all do you know rubble rabble rabble. They're
4: all very agitated now.
5: Maybe we should leave and let this play out.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like it seems like our work here is done for now. And we can clean it up later.
3: Yeah, yeah. Let's see where she goes. Let's see what she does next. I love this.
5: (laughs) I I love it too, but let's hope she goes somewhere outside of this (laughs) godforsaken. That'd be nice.
0: Oh, yes. I I can never wear this outfit
5: again. Like you were going to wear it again anyway. True. True. You know me so well. I think
4: rather than stop Gladys and her cadre... Why don't we just go and deal with this security business first?
5: The practical, yeah, that's that's a good idea.
4: The longer we're down here, the worse it's going to be, both for smell and for other people possibly finding us.
5: Good, let's go. Skedaddle.
4: <laughs> okay,
1: so you're all going to go ahead and exit the sewer then? Mm-hmm. Nearest manhole cover available?
3: Yep, yep, yep.
1: You find you are actually in the part of town where the prince's uh building is.
3: Oh. Uh, of course. Oh wow, that's convenient. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we need to keep a super low profile, right? Or just slip in and do the thing? Yeah. How much time do we
3: have?
1: Oh, it's still pretty early. Okay.
3: Yeah, let's okay. go. Let's yeah. let's go check out the princess spot and see what's looking around. Okay.
1: So you all smell very delightful now. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and do you just approach the building, or are you scoping out the building?
5: I think we scope it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: As stealthy as our scent allows.
3: <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> On the upside, the sewer stench could kind of overlay our stench.
3: That's also true. But They'll we just still... think
5: that there's no Sferatu in the area.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just stand upwind.
4: So you
1: get outside and you start observing the building. And it becomes clear that there are a couple of security people that are doing rounds. There are people outside that are um, receiving guests and uh, people coming in and out, and it's very much looks like a business operation versus being like a hotel. You get the feeling that a lot of the comings and goings are vampire-related, even though the building looks like it should pass for a hoity-toity apartment building that humans would maybe stay at. You're not really seeing humans going in and out.
2: And what about... People in between, perhaps, are there ghouls This is who would have different abilities, I guess, around or that we can sniff out at all above our own stench?
1: <laughs> it does look like a couple of the people that are receiving guests
2: are ghouls. Rest in peace, Juliet. But also, I'm thinking about perhaps we can play the ghoul angle. We'd have to figure out who they belong to. But I don't know if they're there.
5: Um... I think this might be a good situation for some of us to hang back and those of us who are a little bit more stealthy to go through and and do the recon work. Maria and I are not as capable in this kind of situation.
3: And I'm a little stealthy. Yeah,
2: I'm like, middling? I think I was very lucky
3: with those those rolls before. It's the
2: leftover weed powers. (laughs) Weed gives you stealth powers. Yes.
4: (laughs) It's the zen. They don't sense you coming.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a little known side effect. (laughs) So I might be risky, but I'm middling.
5: (laughs) Fair to middling.
4: (laughs) Well, what if we take a couple of different entrances Mm and, like, kind of, um, and that way we have some ability to, like, see what, like. Do you want to circle the building and scope out other entrances? Yeah, something where we can see like cuz I'm assuming it's going to have like the front entrance where people are, are like where you've got your regular security and they're letting in visitors and stuff like that. There's the receiving area, but then there's got to be a place for deliveries or where, you know, they do body pickups and mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Yeah, there there is a back
1: dock area to the building. The other entrances seem to be controlled by keypads. Okay. Any uh, trash chutes? <clears throat> there are there isn't a lot of actual trash coming out of this building because there doesn't appear to be any human people that are in there with the exception of ghouls. So the trash chutes are very narrow.
5: I bet they have an incinerator anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: for the bodies. But if there are the skeletons of trash infrastructure, perhaps we smell like trash. We could uh, look at <laughs>
1: that being a speed. Yeah, you would have to be able to climb up a trash chute
4: though. Oh shoot, yeah, my dexterity is up Yeah. <laughs> Damn it.
5: Alright, so we're all gonna hit an area, are we thinking, or
4: yeah, and the prince stays in the penthouse, right? hmm I kinda wanna scope out, like if some of us go in from the base, and then if anyone else is good, like athletics-wise, we can go in from the top. Like, jump over from another roof that kind of like see and scope out, like, if there's another entrance from the top that might be a little bit less guarded or at least a little bit easier to access for us or our or furry the... compatriots.
3: Yeah, I like what you're thinking.
4: Okay. So, you want to go into
1: the next door? Somebody's going to go into the next door building. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And I
2: just realized with the keypads. Like, we're still doing multi-angles. If we're going from more than one angle, I do have technology and intelligence kind of boosted, so I could work Ooh. with that if we figure out something there. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Hacker
5: girl. <laughs> I don't, like, for myself, I mean, we could just go through the front door and use our... Um, uh, or go toward the back and and use our charisma and try to get some information...
1: All right, but we're definitely splitting up?
5: Yes. Yep. yep. Looks All like we are. All
1: right. Let's see. Who to start with?
3: Isha, do you want to go over the top?
1: Yeah. Are you going uh, with Isha, Luke?
3: Uh, no, I'm going to go in the back.
1: Okay. So I've got... Let me see if i got this right. Isha, you're going to try and go in the building next door and see if you can hop across or at least go about the roof. Yes? Um, Luke, you're going to try and go through the back.
3: Through the the loading dock in the back sneak in that way.
1: John and Maria, you are going to go find people to talk to, front, back?
3: Yeah, I
5: was thinking front.
1: Okay, and we're going to have some hackety-hacks going on with Dia. Yes, and perhaps I can be distraction for someone if that's
2: needed, because I figured I'd be close to where maybe Luke is going, if he's going around the back. I was picturing the keypads being like not the front entrance, kind of like the back or the side. Yeah, they're the side entrance. If if I'm adjacent to anyone, I'm also, I have persuasion skill as well and manipulation, so I could distract.
1: Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start with those who are heading in towards the back area. So Luke and also Dia, because you're going to be in that same general vicinity. There is a decent amount of activity going on in the back. Trucks coming and going. What's inside of them, you're not sure. But there does seem to be like a loading dock manager back there. There is security that's sweeping around pretty constantly. But if you watch long enough, you can kind of see the pattern of what their cadence is. So with Dia, if you want, you can kind of figure out when you're going to have an interim moment to go over and fuss with the keypad
2: right okay and also should I I was thinking maybe I should investigate exactly what (laughs) how do I interface with the keypad um or should I just know is that it's a keypad is that it has buttons on it 70s keypad all right yeah it's a 70s keypad I was picturing a touch screen,
5: I forgot.
4: Oops. Nope, it's a 70s keypad. It's It's like, you need a USB or... Yeah, no fingerprint
5: ID, no face ID. Dang. Back then, I think they just used credit cards to break into them or something.
2: Oh my God, okay, yeah. (laughs) Whoa,
5: my brain was just totally off. Put the credit card in between (laughs) the thing and...
1: (laughs) Just slide it through. All right, well, I've got... Well, the vampires have got slightly better, (laughs) slightly
2: better security than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perhaps there's um, some sort of like mechanism inside that it's like, oh, I know how to trip that with my my hairpin or something.
1: How about uh, Dia? Why don't you roll your intelligence and technology for me? Oh, fantastic. Uh, that's going to give me freaking eight
2: chances. Nice. Damn. Nice. Nice. I've been wow. waiting for this moment. <laughs> Alright, uh do I have the settings right? Yes. Oh my god. Alright, yes. Yeah, so I have wait one, two, three, four, five, six I got six successes. Holy shit. Can I just mind meld with the
5: <laughs> <laughs> right? You are the
4: building now. She yes. just
5: created the first personal computer with the <laughs>
4: Dia, it just created the cyberpunk genre.
5: <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs>
1: ah. So you approach this keypad sort of expecting it to be this whole big to do. And, you know, you're getting ready to f- figure out how to hack it. But you can tell that even though the security is top notch, it's still top notch by way of the 70s. And it is a keypad that is older than than the security system is. They didn't replace the security system keypads when they upgraded everything else. And it's very obvious which keys have been pressed the most often. Oh my God, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna take you a little bit of time, but you can figure out with six successes, you can figure out the code if you just give yourself a little bit of time to just kind of go boop, 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 boop. <laughs> And you know that it's going to give you the chances to do it because it's not like the systems where you like now where you would time out after so many. You can just kind of go nuts. Sick. All right. I'm going to fiddle with it. But standing there means that you could get noticed. So just keep that in mind. All right. Meanwhile, we've got Luke. Mm hmm. Are you going to go talk to the dock manager or talk? No, I'm trying. to... What are you going to gonna do? Are you just going to go beat shit up? Like <laughs> uh,
3: this is a stealth thing. I'm not. I'm not calling attention to myself. Like I'm are not super sure? stealthy. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Get <Good> mad. <laughs> I know that I am a hammer, but not everything is a nail. <laughs> like,
5: so we just know right, your so predilection you towards uh, the meek yeah, and, yeah. you know.
3: This is, yeah, this is this is reconnaissance. So I'm gonna try to sneak past the loading manager uh, and get a sense also of what are they putting in these trucks that are coming in and out.
1: Let's roll a dex and stealth then.
3: Dex and stealth, which is... And
1: remember, you're at seven difficulty.
3: I know, and it's still not great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Two successes. Two successes. You manage to... Slip in there and start poking around in the loading area. I'm going to come back to you in a minute. We've got John and Maria heading towards the front. Do you just approach the the people outside, or
5: mm-hmm. oh, didn't think this thing too? Yeah, through. I was like, I was like, what's our what's our business here? What are why are we going in? Instead of talking to anybody, maybe we walk past and just see if we can locate all the places where we can see visible cameras, because back then the cameras were effing huge.
1: Yeah, chonky.
5: Chonky, and uh, just kind of make a mental note of how many people are in the lobby that look official and like they're there all the time, and and, uh, how many people are right outside the door. So we're not necessarily gonna stop and talk, we're just gonna do a walk by and collect information.
1: Okay. Roll Jason Bourne. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have you guys roll composure and streetwise for scoping things out.
5: Okay. Ooh, that doesn't give me a whole lot of dice. I don't have a whole lot of dice this time. Oh, I got two successes. Uh, and I okay. got one. I got a 10.
1: Okay. You can definitely see where the cameras are because they're fucking huge and ridiculous and, you know, panning back and forth and doing their whole thing. From walking by, it looks like what you would expect at a high-end apartment building where there are two people at the door and there's a concierge desk. It looks like there's somebody who's running the elevator. So that's four there immediately and then you've got security that's also roaming around and you see at least four people on security.
5: Yeah. Wow. So eight all together. Can we tell by scoping out how many are they all vampires or, or can we tell by their movements that some of them are ghouls or what? There's a little of both. Okay. Is security all vampires? The security is
1: vampires for sure.
5: That's what I figure.
1: Yeah. But it seems like it's ghouls for the rest of the staff that you see. Okay, cool. Okay. Swinging back over to Isha the building next door is another sort of high-rise apartment type of building and scoping it out you could easily go in through the front it's not it's nice but it's not nearly at the level of the the prince's building mhm there is also a series of fire escape ladders
4: depending on
1: which way you want to go in yeah i'll just go around the outside for now
4: I don't want to deal with any more people than I have to
1: okay so you want to go up the ladders yeah I'll go up the fire escape ladders to the roof will you do a dex and athletics for me
4: I have cat's grace okay so uh I pass all my dex and athletics base rules
0: <laughs> dexletics
4: Athletics. <laughs> my cats <laughs> okay but basically yeah so I am able to like keep my balance on stuff really easily
1: okay and you get up there, and there's one security person up on the roof that seems to be scoping things out. But it doesn't seem to be very well protected. But there is a helicopter pad up there.
4: Ooh, that's very nice.
1: Yeah, the helicopter is not there at the moment, but there is a helicopter pad.
4: And are in addition to the security cards, are there any other like uh, security cameras or anything up here?
1: There are definitely cameras. And there is a sort of like observation room up there that's got glass that seems to have some controls and whatnot in there, which is probably for communications with helicopters and whatnot.
4: Like a control tower, like airline control tower kind of... Like a control tower, yeah. Okay. So this actually seems like a pretty... This could be fun. This could be a fun way in. And... As promised, I'm going to get back to
1: Luke, who is snuck in the loading dock. And there's a number of things going in and out. And it looks like a lot of things wrapped up that look like they might be like antiquities. There's lock boxes that look like they probably contain shitloads of money. And there is a ton of cocaine.
3: Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: you hear from behind you, someone go, Hey, you're not supposed to be here. And that's where we're going to end. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: good I
5: oh, like the, uh, the cliffhanger there. That was good.
1: <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for tuning in for episode six of season two of Unquiet Blood. I have been and will continue to be your GM, Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at strange like that. The Twitter, Instagram, Facebook's website and all of that fun stuff. And I had some wonderful players with me, as always, starting with Michelle.
0: Hey, my name is Michelle Otis, and you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. And you can find my music through Plate Mail Games on Drive RPG, or you can subscribe to BattleBards. Hello, I am Saint
2: Spider and uh, I've been your Dia for this uh, session. Um, <laughs> I, you can find me on Twitter at Saint Spider TV, all one word spelled out. And uh, you could find me occasionally on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv Saint Spider, all one word.
3: Hey y'all, Jay Holtham here. Uh, you can find me at Jay Holtham on all the socials that you know and love. You can also find me playing games sometimes at Happy Jacks and sometimes on It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel.
4: Hello, I am Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at La Daisy Girl. That's L A D E S I Girl, and pretty much everywhere else is Forgotten Saves. I am. Also on the Happy Jacks RPG, and occasionally on its probably okay's Twitch channel.
5: Hello, I am Wes Otis, and you can find me at Plate Mail Games. Uh, like Michelle said, you can find sound effects and music on Drive Through RPG and Battle Bards under Plate Mail Games. Uh, you can find the podcast at 12 sided stories that's the number 12 and then sided stories on twitch and on instagram you can also check us out on our own website which is 12 side stories everything spelled out you can help out the podcast in three ways or all three or just one whatever uh you can give us a shout out on social media you can give us a review on your favorite platform or you can join our patreon and get a bunch of really cool stuff like uh early access to the games and uh, bonus content and all that great stuff thank you for joining us and again mac thank you for a really fun game and we'll talk at you soon bye